Hey there, Lucius. Hope you're staying dry today in Telegraph Hill. Yeah, with light rain in the forecast all day and temperatures hovering between 55 and 52 degrees, it's a perfect day to catch up on the latest news. And we've got some fascinating stories to dive into. First up, a groundbreaking partnership in the world of AI and robotics. OpenAI is teaming up with startup figure backed by a whopping $675 million from tech giants like Amazon, Microsoft, and NVIDIA. They're setting their sights on creating humanoid robots that could work alongside us in various settings. But with experts questioning the practicality of such advancements, it's an ambitious venture that's stirring quite the conversation. I'm uh, Plumber. Uh, I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Welcome to Next in Line from Pocket Pod News. Moving on, FBI Director Christopher Wray is sounding the alarm over foreign interference in U.S. elections, highlighting how generative AI could be a new tool in influencing public opinion. With past instances of meddling from countries like Russia, China, and Iran, it's a stark reminder of the evolving challenges facing our democracy. Lastly, we've got an eco-friendly city project in California that's hitting some roadblocks. Billionaires behind the initiative are struggling to get their proposal on the November ballot amid concerns from local communities and environmentalists. With time running out to collect 13,000 signatures, it's a race against time for what could be a pioneering development in sustainable living. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. In a move that's sparking conversations across the tech world, OpenAI, known for its groundbreaking AI technology like ChatGPT, is stepping into new territory. That's right. They're partnering with a robotic startup called Figure, aiming to integrate their advanced AI into humanoid robots. This could mean seeing these robots in our workplaces and homes in the not-so-distant future. With a hefty $675 million in venture capital backing from some of the biggest names in tech, including Jeff Bezos and Microsoft, this collaboration is not just talk. Figure is on a mission to deploy billions of these robots globally. But the path to human-like robots is fraught with debate. While some see endless potential, others question their practicality today. To delve deeper into this fascinating partnership and what it means for the future of robotics and AI, we're joined by PocketPod News technology analyst Katrina Shelton. Katrina, how are OpenAI and Figure planning to overcome these challenges? Well, Jonathan, the partnership between OpenAI and Figure is truly groundbreaking. By integrating OpenAI's advanced AI technologies into humanoid robots, they're tackling the challenges head-on. The collaboration aims to leverage OpenAI's expertise in AI, particularly in language understanding and visual processing, to make robots more capable and versatile in everyday environments. This includes applications in workplaces and homes where the demand for automation is steadily increasing. That sounds quite ambitious. Can you share more about the venture capital funding that's backing Figure? Absolutely. Figure has received a staggering $675 million from a consortium of tech giants, including Jeff Bezos, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Intel, and even OpenAI's startup funding divisions. This level of investment not only highlights the confidence these industry leaders have in Figure's vision, but also underscores the potential they see in humanoid robots to solve real-world problems. Despite Figure being a relatively new player with less than two years under its belt and no commercial product yet, this financial backing signals strong industry support. Speaking of solving real-world problems, 
What kind of impact could these humanoid robots have? A CEO, Brett Adcock, envisions deploying billions of these robots globally to address labor shortages by performing tasks humans are unwilling or unable to do. This isn't just about creating machines. It's about fundamentally rethinking how tasks are performed across various sectors. Uh, From essential services to manufacturing processes, the aim is to sell millions or even billions of humanoid robots um, for an array of applications. And how will OpenAI's technology specifically contribute to making this vision a reality? The technical collaboration is key here. OpenAI will develop specialized AI models for figures robots based on their cutting-edge technologies like GPT language models, DALI for visual art creation, and Sora, which focuses on reasoning capabilities. Um, This integration will allow the robots not only to understand and process languages at an advanced level, but also reason through complex tasks that require cognitive functions similar to humans. There was mention of an agreement with BMW as well. Yes, that's correct. Um, Prior to this announcement in January, uh, Figure had already secured an agreement um, with BMW to employ its robots at a plant in Spartanburg, uh, South Carolina. Although specific roles uh, for the robots hadn't been determined at that point, it showcases early commercial interest and potential practical applications within industrial settings. But there seems to be some skepticism around humanoid robots' practicality. Indeed, robotics experts remain divided over their usefulness primarily due to technical challenges compared with non-humanoid automation solutions. Um, um, Whitney Rockley from McRock Capital has expressed skepticism about their current practicality, but acknowledges that long-term investment could eventually lead to significant advancements. Lastly, what does this partnership tell us about OpenAI's interest in robotics? Sam Altman has hinted at a renewed focus on robotics hardware platforms after early projects faced technical difficulties. It seems there's been a strategic shift at OpenAI towards developing intelligence and cognition before fully diving into physical robotics challenges again, demonstrating an evolving strategy aimed at overcoming past hurdles while paving the way for future successes. Fascinating insights as always from PocketPod News Technology Analyst Katrina Shelton. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Jonathan. The integrity of American elections is back in the spotlight, and this time, it's not just about who's voting, but how technology could be manipulating the process. Right. At a recent national security conference, FBI Director Christopher Wray raised alarms over the increasing threats from foreign interference, especially with advancements in artificial intelligence. And it's not just theoretical. We've seen attempts to sway public opinion and election outcomes in recent years, with Russia, China, and Iran being prime examples. But there's a twist. The misuse of technology isn't limited to foreign actors. Domestically, we've had instances where political figures were mimicked using AI for influence operations. To dive deeper into this complex issue, we're joined by PocketPod News national political correspondent Don Gallup. Don, how are these advancements changing the landscape of election security? Well, Jonathan, the advancements in technology, particularly artificial intelligence, are transforming election security in ways that we haven't seen before. FBI Director Christopher Wray's warning at a national security conference last Thursday was quite clear. He highlighted how these technological advancements have heightened the risk of foreign interference in American elections. The speed and sophistication with which adversaries can now launch influence operations are unprecedented, making it a significant concern for U.S. authorities. That sounds quite alarming. Can you elaborate on the historical context of foreign interference he mentioned? Certainly. The U.S. has faced foreign interference in past elections with the most notable instances occurring in 2016 and 2020. 
In 2016, Russian operatives interfered to influence the election outcome and public opinion, a fact that has been widely reported and analyzed. Then in 2020, it was disclosed that Putin had authorized operations aimed at denigrating Biden's candidacy, while China considered but ultimately refrained from deploying similar operations. Iran also sought to exploit vulnerabilities in state election websites. These examples serve as a backdrop for understanding the current threats and underscore the ongoing challenge of safeguarding electoral integrity against such external meddling. With these technological advancements you mentioned, how are threats to election security evolving? Advances in generative AI have notably facilitated both sophisticated and less sophisticated adversaries' ability to engage in malign influence operations more easily than before. This evolution underscores the dual-use nature of technological advancements. They offer tremendous benefits but also present new vulnerabilities that malicious actors can exploit. It's a clear indication that as technology progresses, so too do the tactics of those looking to interfere with democratic processes. What efforts are being made to counteract this type of foreign influence? Director Ray indicated that the FBI plans to share information about perceived threats more openly as part of their efforts to counteract foreign influence operations. This evidence-based approach aims to arm partners and the public against such campaigns by emphasizing transparency and public awareness as critical components of an effective defense strategy. And what about instances where this technology has been misused domestically? An interesting instance involved a political consultant employing a street magician to create a robocall mimicking Joe Biden's voice using AI technology, not as an attempt to directly influence an election outcome, but as a demonstration of potential malign uses within domestic contexts. This incident illustrates not only how emerging technologies can be misused, but also serves as a wake-up call regarding the potential for more sophisticated efforts by foreign actors. It certainly seems like we're entering uncharted territory when it comes to protecting our elections from these types of threats. Absolutely, Jonathan. The increasing sophistication of technology-driven threats represents a significant concern for U.S. authorities going forward. That was PocketPod News National Political Correspondent Don Gallup. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. California could be on the brink of something big, something green. A proposal for a new eco-friendly city between San Francisco and Sacramento has been stirring quite a bit of conversation. Led by Jan Sramek, a former Goldman Sachs trader, the vision includes creating 20,000 homes and a host of amenities for an initial 50,000 residents. It's an ambitious plan aiming to address the state's housing crisis with sustainable solutions. But it hasn't been all smooth sailing. The project has seen delays and faced skepticism from local officials and environmental groups. Despite this, there's confidence in getting the proposal on the November ballot after some strategic amendments. To dig deeper into this story, we're joined by PocketPod News political correspondent Jessica Mallory. Jessica, there's a lot to unpack here, from concerns over protected agricultural land to hefty financial commitments aimed at community investment. Absolutely, Steve. This proposal by Jan Sramek and his team is quite ambitious, aiming to create a new eco-friendly city in California that could eventually house up to 400,000 residents. The plan includes not just 20,000 homes, but also a comprehensive package of amenities like transit infrastructure, schools, and green spaces, all designed with sustainability in mind. Since 2018, Sramek's company has invested at least $800 million purchasing rural land for this purpose between San Francisco and Sacramento. That sounds like a significant investment with potentially huge benefits for California's housing crisis. But I understand there have been some challenges along the way. 
Yes, that's correct. The project hasn't been without its controversies and setbacks. There have been delays primarily due to the need for amendments after local officials and environmental groups raised concerns. Despite losing about a month of crucial time for gathering signatures, the campaign's spokesperson, Brian Brokaw, has expressed confidence in securing the 13,000 signatures required to get this proposal on the November ballot. Speaking of opposition, what are the main points of criticism coming from local officials and environmental groups? Critics are mainly concerned about the project encroaching on protected agricultural land, which goes against decisions made by voters back in 1984. They argue that sustainable housing should be built within existing city limits rather than expanding into rural areas. Additionally, there's been unease about the project's secrecy and lack of detail, which has fueled skepticism over its potential environmental impacts. How has the campaign responded to these criticisms? In response to these concerns, the initiative was amended twice to include more detailed plans on development restrictions and how it would impact neighboring operations like those at a U.S. Air Force base nearby. These amendments aimed at establishing clearer county approval processes and setting up larger buffer zones around military operations to mitigate potential conflicts. What about the potential benefits for local communities? The financial commitments seem quite substantial. Indeed, Steve. The initiative doesn't just focus on building homes. It promises significant investments in local communities as well. We're talking about $400 million allocated for home buying assistance and another $200 million dedicated to enhancing existing downtown areas. However, despite these attractive promises, there remains a debate on whether this project aligns with broader objectives like farmland preservation and climate resilience. It seems like this development could have implications beyond just this region. Absolutely. The national implications are noteworthy as well because how we approach projects like these could set precedents affecting farmland protection and climate change responses across the country. Critics worry that if not handled carefully, it could potentially pave the way for similar developments elsewhere without adequate consideration for environmental impacts or community needs. It's clear there's a lot at stake here with Stromick's vision for an eco-friendly city in California, balancing sustainability with housing needs while navigating complex opposition concerns. Jessica Mallory, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Steve. And that's next in line for Friday, March 1st, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Lucius. We hope you have a good day and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.